Welcome to Jeff Lobb Unleashed, a podcast talking all things sales, marketing, and social for the real estate, mortgage, and title industries. An international speaker and sales coach straight out of New Jersey and the home of Spark Tank Media. Here's your host and coach, Jeff Lobb. Hey everybody, it's Jeff Lobb and welcome to another episode of Jeff Lobb Unleashed. We're talking all things sales, marketing, and social for the real estate, mortgage, and title industries. we got another great episode here. Thanks for listening. Here you go. Um, thanks for listening. Today's session that's been on my mind quite a bit has been the word practice. That's right, practice. You know, we are in, whether you're in a sales business, customer service business, most of us that I talk to in this following is in the sales arena, whether it be real estate, mortgage title, or something related to that. You're always in sales. I don't care what really position you are. Um, sometimes people say, well, I'm in customer care. You're selling. You're selling the value of how you can help them solve the problems. You're always selling something. And one of the biggest challenges I find is most people in sales don't practice either at all or enough. And let me clarify practice. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, we are just kind of winging it talking about, you know, I know my product or I know how to talk about X, Y, and Z. However, many things in your presentation or your pitch have to do with tonality, the excitement in your voice, the level of tone in your voice, how you look, your hand and facial reactions, your body language. All of that plays into the like and trust of a sale. So one of the things I find interesting is that so many things are built around common sense, but many of us don't practice um, common practice. I mean, common sense and common practice, you know, it may seem like a very obvious thing for you to do. However, are you really good at it? And if so, or if you, at least you think you are, who's judging you? Who's, who's really giving you the right feedback and are they just giving you fluff so a couple things look at this we have i'm a big sports fan right so i coach you know whether it be kids lacrosse i coached football i look at all the major football players i look at any of the major teams that are performing and if you're in sales you're a performer that's right consider yourself an athlete in the sales arena they practice hours and hours and hours day in day out the prep the lifting the food the running all of that to have their one time, one hour on the field, sometimes once a week. All of the practice, all of the hours, all of the time to get their one hour, call it a fame, on a field. Some study film, some study their nutrition, they study their health. They're doing all of these things to get to that one opportunity, to close that one deal, to make that one interception, to make that one goal, right? So... If I asked you this, and I'm going to be honest, and I can't see you through my podcast, but I think I know your answer. How much do you practice? You might prep. You might do some homework compared to studying some film. But how much do you really practice? Or are you really just winging it? Imagine if you're pretty good in sales now. Imagine if you practiced more. If you're going to get up and do a presentation, 
I get on a lot of stages, and I am not saying I'm anywhere remotely close to excellence. I'm pretty good. I've been doing it a long time. That doesn't mean I don't need to practice. We prep. We have to get our mindset, our mindset, listen to me, our mindset right. Right? So, whether you have nerves that get built up, whether you are not confident in your material, and even if you think you know your content, you need to go through the rehearsal of how are you going to deliver it, what flow is it going to go in, how do I handle those objections, and that leads me to the next one. You think you know everything, but remember this, there are hundreds of objections that can come at you from different angles. Not just your standard, no, I'm not ready to buy yet, or I'm not ready to list my home yet, or, or what are your rates? None of that. That's the easy ones. And if you can't even answer them right, you have a bigger problem. I'm talking about the hard ones, the ones that get you sidetracked. Because remember, how you answer and in the confidence level that you answer it in will determine if they're even remotely going to think about doing business with you. If someone walked up to you today and just said, hey, how's it going? Hey, what do you do? Sometimes I have to work with some of my coaching clients, and this was a test given to me. If I said to you, what do you do in three words? What do you do in three words? What do you do? Can you tell me? It's really hard. Sometimes it takes practice to think about, what do I really do? What's the message I really want out there? You know, who are you? Are you in sales? Are you a, you know, if you just said, hey, I'm a loan officer. Okay, that doesn't really tell me what you do. You do loans? Okay, so what? What do you do? How are you practicing your elevator pitch? How are you practicing your value proposition so that on any given second you can spit it off? Just saying you're a real estate agent doesn't help me much. Then you can get fluffy on me and tell me, oh, you know, I help people find their dream home. Bah, really? Not everyone has a dream home. Sorry, not in today's world, right? So what do you do? How do you do it? What's your listing presentation look like? Man, I always said, and there's one day I would really find a way to do this, and it's on my, my goal plate to do it. I want to be the fly on the wall for listing presentations from real estate agents across the country. I'm telling you right now, I would cringe. It would be really hard and painful for me to watch 95% of a real estate agent's listing presentation a loan officer's pitch about why to do business with them, a title agent's or title rep's pitch to a real estate agent why they should use them for their title services. Cringe. And I can tell you, I've been cringing enough because I've been listening to sales calls from people responding to leads in the past three, four, five months. Listening to recordings of salespeople, talking to potential customers, and the lack of ability to have sales skills, ask for the appointment, build rapport, and knowing the product is just absolutely atrocious. And I'm not trying to say this to get you all bent out of shape. I'm trying to get you to fire up and say, just listen, simple. You need to practice. Find somebody to practice with. Practice, I hate the word scripts because scripts to me, if it just can't flow off the tip of your tongue. However, we sometimes need to know what to say. So I will say that you could have a script, but you better not read the script. Use it to get some confidence in what you're saying and say it your way. That's convincing. That's making me really believe what you want me to believe. The last thing I want you to share with is anytime you're practicing, anytime, and this is probably one of the most valuable things I want you to remember, uh, anything to do with your sales presentation. When you're practicing and when you're doing your presentation, I want you to think of the outcome. Not only the outcome I want them to buy, I want you to think of how do you want them to feel 
when you're done. I'll say it again. How do you want them to feel when you are done? To me, that's the most important aspect of closing a sale is that when you're done and they say yes and you're moving forward with business, how do they feel? All right, so with that, you nail that. You've got a, a great career ahead of you. If you're really crushing it now, continue to crush it with some of these tips. Practice on what's making you uncomfortable. Practice how to get to the next level. There's always something bigger to reach for. I'm Jeff Lobb. I'm unleashed today. I'm fired up. I'll see you on the next podcast. Practice. Later.